This is Ron Moss from the heart. I guess I just have a question that I want to ask all of you who are listening. What is going on as it relates to our politics in America? What is really taking place right now that is causing things to happen that has nothing to do with governing, that has any nothing to do with the will of the people. It, it seems like, I, I don't know how, when it happened, maybe five years ago, maybe eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago, but it seemed like people who have been voted in to be legislators, who have been voted in to do the will of the people have decided to do the will for each other and to take care of each other. And and, and this is something that I've, I've always noticed and I, I'm noticing it more now. The objective is, is the hope that you and I, the people that they're supposed to serve, are naive, are ignorant, and don't know. And so they're sitting up in legislative offices and and sitting in positions of power and making decisions based on an attitude, an aptitude, and behavior. And not making decisions based on the will of the people. They're not making decisions based on what's going to make America better. What's going to make Tennessee better. What's going to make South Carolina better. What's going to make Alabama better. What's going to make Mississippi better. They're making decisions based on the hope that those same people that get into the routine of voting the same way, no matter who's in office, no matter what laws that they create, what policies they come up with, they have this belief that they're doing that to make their communities, to make their cities and their counties better. And, and I believe that there might have been a point in time where that was true. I, I believe that there might have been a point in time when you actually had people who made a decision. And that was decision was based on serving the people. They didn't go into it thinking that this was going to be a lifetime appointment. See, once you decide that you're going to stay here and you want to retire from here, then that means you got to do some conforming. You got to conform to to people in power. You got to conform to lobbyists. You got to conform to people that says, if you want to stay here, you got to do what we say 
when we say it. And you get to live this life of making great money, having the best, best health insurance policy. All you have to do is forget about serving the people and just serve us, each other, who sit in these positions of power. If you figure that out and learn how to do that and understand the people who represent you, then you go out when it's time to get elected and you lie and you scare people and you make them think that this group of people is going to cause you harm more so than this group of people. And you count on folk being naive and they vote for you. I've watched what happened in Tennessee. They call it the Tennessee Three. And I got to be honest with you, this is what I took from it. They did not do what the people who they sit with wanted them to do. There has been a decorum set up that there have rules and regulations, and, and we all do. We all serve serve them, and we all live in, if we live in this world, you have a set of rules and regulations that you have to follow. Now, again, then we also have to always deal with our moral uh, aptitude also. And so then you had young people who had entered into the house and wanted to peacefully protest, which is what they did. Now, you had people on the other side who called them insurrectionists. They put them in a position, these are young people, the majority, and made it seem as though what happened in Washington, D.C., and compared that to what happened in Washington, D.C., what was happening in Tennessee. And these were people who, unfortunately, uh, and I'm just calling it like I see it, who were Republicans who made statements that this was an insurrectionist that was happening, which was not happening. They cut off the the three microphones where they could not talk. And so they got a hold of megaphones and talk. Now you got to understand this. You're dealing with people, again, who have been able to have things done their way without people who are just as intelligent, just as smart, but don't look like them. And for some people, that presents a problem. You know, I, I learned something a long time ago, and, and I hate this, and I always want to preference this when I say this. You know, I know a whole lot of white folks that, that love me, that love black people, that love people, don't have any, any issues 
with people of color. I know a whole lot of them. But I would be wrong if I didn't also say I've grown in my 60 years of living on this planet where I've ran into people who hate me, who have done everything they can to make sure that I didn't have opportunities that they had. I just didn't give up. I kept believing that I would eventually run into that white person that had power who would look at me as an equal. And over the years, I was fortunate enough to run into those folks. At the same time, I ran into those people who were trying to stop me. The sad reality is, is that even in 2023, those people still exist. And so when people say, oh, it has nothing to do with color. The unfortunate history of America. It would always have something to do with color. As long as you and I breathe this air. As long as you and I live on planet Earth. It's a part of our society forever. That color will always play a role in what happens in what we call the United States of America. And, 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 I, and I always, <laughs> you know, you got to work with me here, people. Do we need to not say united for a while? Do we just need to say state of America? Maybe we just need to say for a minute or two state of America because we're nowhere near being united and we've been saying it for, how long have we been saying United States of America? And that word united doesn't really play. I'm praying for those folks in Tennessee. I'm praying that they will come up with some good gun legislation. I'm praying that the people will somehow come together. I'm, I'm praying that they will connect closer to Christ and and understand that love is the, the, the common denominator that can make the difference. That if they can get away from hating and get away from trying to destroy individuals, trying to eliminate individuals, and, and continue to look to the heels from whence cometh our help, and still believe that our help can still come from the Lord, that I just still believe that everything in Tennessee, everything in Florida, and other places around this country that seem to be going astray, even in South Carolina, I just believe things can still work out for the good. But I want to say this in closing. People, young people, thank you continue to stand up. Thank you, young people, for continuing to show that if you push us too far, we'll stand up. But I'm asking for your help, young people. Will you help us by voting? We need a new generation of young people 
who understand how important it is to vote. How important it is to get to that ballot box. And vote people in that will serve your interests. Vote people in who will make your community and make your life and make your city and make your state better. That's what you vote on. Don't vote because one person can put down another person better than the other person. One person can put down or cuss out somebody better than the other person. Don't put so don't don't vote somebody in because they have a great relationship with the NRA or anybody. Vote for those people who will go fight for you for what's going on in your community to make your community become united. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Oh yeah. Peace.